I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Up Close on Husker Online, where we let Nebraska student-athletes tell their stories. Up Close is brought to you by Sand Hills Global and powered by ABM. Do you have equipment to sell? Sell it on auctiontime.com. Now, here's your host of Up Close, Husker Online's Sean Callahan. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Up Close. As you heard, we're brought to you by Sand Hills Global. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. Sean Callahan here and for the last several weeks, we've heard from members of the Nebraska football team on Up Close. This week, uh, we're going in a whole new direction. I'm excited about this. I think it's uh, going to be a great, great podcast here today as we are pleased to be joined by Husker volleyball players Maddie Kubik and Kenzie Knuckles, and then Abby Barmore, Husker Online senior intern and volleyball beat writer, is going to be steering the ship here as I sit back and watch. It's great to have you guys on here, Maddie and Kenzie. Welcome to Up Close. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Abby, I'm going to let you take it away here as uh, for the next half hour or so. We're going to go in-depth here uh, with Kenzie Knuckles and Maddie Kubek. First, guys, let's get into it. So how did you end up at Nebraska? Kenzie, you're from Yorktown, Indiana. So how did you get here? Yeah, um, so we all know Megan Miller. She uh, played at my club as well, and she committed before I did. Um, I had it narrowed down a little bit. I got a call from Coach Cook, and he was like, yeah, I want you to come visit. So as soon as I visited here, I kind of was like, wow, this is really like back home. And I really liked it. I really liked the culture here. So it kind of just made sense to me as soon as I left. I committed right away. When did you commit? Um, into freshman year, going into sophomore year. So what was that like being committed to a D1 volleyball school, not even going into high school yet? Yeah, it was awesome. It was, yeah, everyone, or I just remember coach asking me, what do you want to do when you grow up? What What do you want to major in? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what classes I'm taking in high school yet. So yeah, it was really fun, but yeah, definitely early. Maddie, how about you? How did you get here? Um, yeah, I always knew that I think I wanted to play in the Midwest. And as soon as I came to camp, similar to Kenzie, when we got on campus and realized what the culture was like here and what it was like to play in front of Husker Nation and with this team, I was like, all in what was like one of the most memorable moments like during your recruiting process when you were like I think this is the place for me yeah I think it was probably um when I went to one of the first home matches and just felt how electric it is to play in Bob Devaney and felt the vibe from everyone supporting the team and being really invested in the game and understanding volleyball I guess that's something that's not widely seen, I guess, with women's volleyball in America. So that was really exciting. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Kenzie, you were an outside hitter in high school. Yeah. What was it like transitioning to a libero here? Mm-hmm. Um, very different. You kind of think like, oh, like in, in high school you did outside and you kind of did part of what the bro does. But no, very different. I kind of had to learn um, everything new and I was kind of deer in the headlights for a while. But I got it figured out and it was fun. So 
Yeah, now you're back as a DS. You get a hit from the back row. Yeah. What has that been like And to try to use those outside hitter skills that you used in high school? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I feel like I can play a lot more like myself and like the volleyball that I grew up playing. And um, the coaches just tell me to like play more free and play more loose. And I definitely think that I've I've done that, just being able to hit in small increments like I have been. Yeah, and I feel like the crowd, they get a little bit more excited when you get a big back row kill. They love that. <laughs> yes. Um, so Maddie, you're from Des Moines. You're a little bit closer than Kenzie was to Nebraska. Did you grow up watching Nebraska volleyball and what kind of teams did you follow when you're growing up? Um, I didn't grow up following Nebraska volleyball. My mom played college volleyball at Missouri state. So I kind of grew up going to camps there cause we lived in Southwest Missouri, a lot of my childhood. So I grew up kind of following them, just her alma mater and going to their like different, um, their different, what am I trying to think of? Camps, uh, camps. Yes, they're camps. Yeah, I was like, what am I trying to think of? Yeah, they're different camps, and I just did that when I was growing up. So um, I kind of followed Florida volleyball a little bit because they were interested in me when I was a seventh grader, which was like, whoa. But yeah, so I followed them for a little bit, but yeah. Kinsey, did you have a team that you followed closely? Um, not really. I My town's pretty small, so I grew up with um, playing or watching Ball State play. So we had like the Shondells there, so... I grew up playing with Don Shondell, which is the father of Steve, Dave, all of them, all the brothers. So he was my middle school coach. And yeah, so it was kind of like a big ordeal when Steve Shondell got the job at Ball State. So Ball State's kind of like a small college or whatever, mm -hmm. but we always went to all the games. We supported them and stuff. So that was fun. And then um, we're also, I played for Monsiana, which is sister clubs with Kiva. Um, and yeah, so Louisville was pretty big for me too. It was pretty close and one of the bigger schools so I would say those two yeah Louisville's doing pretty good this season they huh? are. yeah yeah they are so um you guys are the last two remaining from your class the class of 2019 right yeah what has that mm -hmm. been like to see some of your classmates leave and especially with Riley Zoon having to medically retire this year yeah um it's definitely been different for us we kind of just like make jokes about it and we're like okay it's just us two now but um <laughs> definitely difficult we grew really close with them and it's like yes the whole team's your family but like your class is kind of like who you stick with a little bit so it's definitely been tough for us but we're really close with the people that have left still so I mean Emma Gable is our neighbor and we live with Bradley so <laughs> I mean it's a little bit different but it hasn't been too bad yeah because we came in with six of us and now there's two so obviously we still have kept those relationships mm -hmm. um and like she said living with riley and then neighbors with emma so we see them every single day and we're hanging out with them constantly but it's definitely a shift from being with that large of a class and then now it's just us two so it's like here we are <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of six freshmen that's what you guys have on, have on the team this year what has that been like to kind of integrate them all in and make sure that they're comfortable it's been pretty good, honestly. Um, I think they're awesome people, so it wasn't really that hard for us at all. Um, they're also great at volleyball. They have great attitudes. They want to grow. They want to build relationships. Like, they honestly fit into Nebraska culture, so it wasn't really a struggle at all to kind of integrate them. And they're, I don't know, we're really close with the freshmen, actually. I think they're pretty great, so. Yeah, they just came in and, like, had a mindset that really matched what we were trying to do this season, and I think – they come in and make the vibe of the gym better every single day and really meshed well with our group, like personalities off the court. And then on the court, you can just tell how driven they are and how determined they are to be great, which is like really cool to see. 
do you think it helped them also that all six of them were really close? They'd all like played before, like overseas in the national team. Do you think that helps them kind of mesh well into the whole group now that they're like close as their own group? Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get yeah. what you're saying. Um, yeah, I think that definitely helped the fact that they were really close before getting here. I think freshman year in general, your head's already a little bit like, whoa, what's mm-hmm. happening right now? So I think that factor alone, it's very hard freshman year, no matter how good you're doing in your sport, school, whatever. So I think the fact that they had each other, I think that was a huge piece. And just knowing one another, being there for each other, I think that's a big part of volleyball too yeah I think speaking from like our experience as freshmen it was like we leaned on each other so much because everything is like everyone's already been here they already know the routines they already know the schedule so it's like we're all doing it new together and so I think them being able to lean on each other has been really helpful for them mm-hmm. Kenzie you were voted captain this year with uh Nicklin Hames and Lauren Stiverens. what what was your reaction to that and what was kind of the moment when you found out um they told me right before the red and white scrimmage and I kind of just freaked out because I honestly I had no idea like I in my head I was just like okay he's reading the captains okay next like all right let's get ready for the game like it wasn't like in ever in my head that like that was a possibility so yeah it was awesome um I teared up a little bit I wasn't expecting it but yeah Maddie, what was that moment like for you, one of your close friends being a captain? Well, like, I was crying, too, because, yeah. like, she was, like, obviously emotional, and we were, like, <laughs> like <laughs> we were so excited. It was, like, kind of unexpected, because, but obviously everyone knew all the work that she'd been putting in summer to just, like, be such an emotional leader for our team and, like, mesh the relationships between the large freshman class and then the rest of the team, so we knew that she was stepping into that leadership role and, like, really excited for her. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening here to the Up Close podcast. Uh, Sean Callahan, Abby Barmore, joined by Kinsey Knuckles and Maddie Kubek. Uh, Up Close is brought to you by Sandhills Global. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auction time. Com. I do have something I want to ask you about the fans at Nebraska. Like when you go to other places and you see like fans there versus Nebraska, I mean, are, are you just blown away by the support here? I mean, it, it, and when other people come here for the first time, like other teams, are they just kind of like shaking their head? Like, man, like you guys get more crowds than our, our men's basketball team gets. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think honestly, like a, a big part of it is like the freshmen always ask us like, Oh my gosh, is it nerve wracking? Like, playing in Devaney because there's so many like fans and stuff. And I honestly, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, um, I honestly think playing in Devaney, it's kind of like a relief. Like it's like, okay, our people are here. Like we're safe. Like everything's fine. Like we have our fans, like that type of thing. It's more of a relief than nerve wracking. 
And I think when we go play other places, it's like, no, we want our Devaney fan, our, our uh, Husker fans back. So uh, I don't really think it's that nerve-wracking. It's awesome to have, have those fans. And it's fun to see, even, I guess, at Iowa last night, there was almost more Nebraska fans than there were Iowa. Which is not a surprise. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys have beaten <laughs> Iowa, was it 35 in a row now? Yeah. Something like 35 and 0 all time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Iowa. No, yeah, I know. Seriously, <laughs> I know. But it's so fun to see, like, all the red when we're away and it's still like our fans are following us and they're supporting us regardless of where we are. Now I've heard this idea tossed around. How would you guys like a spring volleyball match inside Memorial stadium? And how many fans would show up to watch a Nebraska (laughs) spring volleyball match in the middle of Memorial stadium on the, on the 50 yard line? Oh my gosh. I haven't heard of that. I mean, people have (laughs) said like ideas to like really like flex the volleyball fan muscles here at Nebraska. I mean, I I bet 50,000 people would show up and I'm not exaggerating. That'd be pretty awesome. I'm but down. can you play? <laughs> I, I mean, know, I'm down. The wind, I mean, playing volleyball outdoors with the winds and things, it'd be a little bit different, but that's why oh, yeah. you, you could do it in the spring, right? Yeah. Yeah. We practice that with beach volleyball, but we're, we have an indoor facility because obviously it's cold then. But when we get out in the outdoor, the wind is crazy. Like mm-hmm. the elements is something you'd like don't need. Is it a different ball for the beach? Yeah. It's heavier. Yeah, I was going to say. The wind takes it, it'll just fly away. So it'd be kind of hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Maddie, so your sister Hayden is coming next year. Um, are you, how excited are you to play with her? And, you know, did you guys get to play together in high school? Yeah. So their official weekend is actually this weekend. So I'm so excited. She's about, their class will be here tomorrow and Saturday. So we're really excited to have them. And I'm really excited to be able to play with her again. We played, I was a senior and she was a freshman. She played on varsity at my high school. And so we have played together one year, which was super fun. And, I think when we played together, because we stay, we play the same position, we just got to really like bounce ideas off each other and kind of help each other in areas that we were struggling on. So I'm really excited for that. When she was being recruited, did you kind of want to sway her to mm-hmm. Nebraska a little bit, or did you kind of just sit back and make let her make her own decision? Yeah, I she asked for my opinion on a lot of situations, and I gave it very honestly. But um, I really was encouraging her to like have her own recruiting process and do what she wanted to do and find like where her love was but I mean how can you deny this so was it hard a little bit to just kind of sit back and let her figure it out um I was really excited for her to like have that opportunity to kind of have her own thing and figure it out on her own and I know that she made the best decision because she did take the time to think about all the things that were really important to her in choosing a college Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about the end of last season so in the NCAA tournament you guys swept um, Texas State, a really good Baylor team, and then you lost to Texas at the end. Um, tell me about how the end of that season was for you guys. Kenzie, we'll start with you. Um, it was really difficult. I think um, the hardest part was, yeah, Texas was a great team. Can't, can't deny that. But I think it was really hard for us because we trained really hard all year and to go into the tournament and not really play to our best capability. I think that was the hardest part. I think if we could have played – how we knew how and played Nebraska volleyball and still lost. I think, yeah, it would have sucked a little, but um, I think it would have been a different story. I think it was really tough for us just because we didn't play how we knew and how we've been training. Mm-hmm. You guys talk a lot about playing Nebraska volleyball. Like, let's dive into what that is. Like, what do you guys mean by when you say playing Nebraska volleyball, Maddie? Um, 
Well, so Tyler Hildebrand, he talks about we run our blocking schemes and we call it our gym. So we that's basically just saying like what we train every single day, the different moves and specific things that we train are good enough to beat the teams that we play against. So basically just going back to us not doing anything special and just focusing on the things that we rep out every single day are setting us up for success to play a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to last year's team, how do you guys feel like this team is different? And do you think, where does your potential lay? Kenzie? Yeah, I think this team's very different just because of our culture and the people that are on our team. I think, I mean, honestly, our freshman and sophomore year, we were like, oh yeah, our team's super close. And I like when people left that we were really close with, we were like, oh my gosh, like what, like, how is this dynamic going to be? But I think this year we've honestly are the closest team that we've played or that we since we've been here um I think that's going to help a lot I think that we have a lot of potential and um yeah we I have a lot of hope for our team and a lot of faith I think that we train really hard and we've done a lot of good things so far and yeah there's a lot of potential in a lot of us so I'm I'm really excited yeah I think what she's speaking to also is I felt like our freshman and sophomore year we were really close off the court and I don't know if that level of trust transferred completely onto the court and with this group I feel like we have established a level of confidence in each other and and trust that has allowed us to play with a lot of freedom and play the way that we train and practice. So I think that's what's setting us up for success right now. Mm -hmm. Let's transition a little bit to a few more lighter questions. Um, What do you guys want to do after volleyball? Maddie? Um, I would like to play overseas professionally. and see how that goes. Uh, I don't really know what the timeline is for that, so I'm just gonna kinda see where the cards fall with that. And then afterwards, I would like to be a medical sales rep. I'm gonna do a master's program after this spring in health administration, so I'm gonna follow that path a little bit. Awesome, Kenzie? Yeah, so I actually graduate in December, and I start grad Mm -hmm. school in January. Um, Gonna go for my MBA, really excited about that. Um, After that is over, I think I do want to try to play professionally. I think that maybe just trying it out, doing one contract, seeing how that goes, just, I don't know, at least give myself a chance to figure out if I like it or not. I think um, that's for sure in my path. And then um, after that, honestly, no idea. I'm open years, something in business, maybe something in marketing. Not sure I want to um, steer away from sports yet. So maybe something in the sports industry. What is overseas volleyball like? I think, you know, you guys talk about it. There's a lot of money to be made there. I mean, you hear of athletes making, what, over 500000 a year playing. I mean, wh- what do you guys know about it? Like, what type of money can you make on, like, a first contract? And obviously, it's worth your time. And why do other countries have overseas volleyball at this level and we don't have it in the United States? There's actually – so last year was the first year that we started a professional league in the United States. It's called AU Pro. Athletes Unlimited, I think is what it's called. Um, So we're starting to bring professional volleyball to America, which hasn't been done before. But um, overseas, they have a ton of different leagues, a ton of different leagues, European leagues. They have... uh, It's state-sponsored, though, a lot of it, too. I mean, do the countries kind of kick into these leagues to help them be what they are, is my guess? Yeah, definitely. And professional volleyball is a really big deal over there, and I think that's why they've established this pro league with men's and women's volleyball. Yeah, it's just interesting when you hear like Jordan Larson, how much money um, athletes like that can make overseas playing volleyball. I mean, it's just such an opportunity. And I mean, do you, she's been there for, I mean, how many years playing overseas now? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. I think she definitely established herself playing professional volleyball. And we see a lot of times that you start making a larger salary when you've played for a longer time. So she's maybe not rookie year making that amount of money, but after 10, 12 years, I yeah. think. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening here to the Up Close podcast as uh, we've got Kenzie Knuckles and Maddie Kubek in here. And as we transition in here to the back half of the show, I do want to ask you about the Olympics. And just as being Cornhusker, seeing three Cornhusker players playing on the court, I mean, how proud are you to say, I play for Nebraska. By the way, we had three players, and the game-winning shot came from a Husker for the gold medal. Yeah, it's been really awesome for us, honestly. It's like kind of makes you feel like a little kid again where you're like, oh, I know them, like that type of thing. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's really awesome. And it kind of just gives – like it sparks hope in um, the Nebraska players too. It's kind of just like, yeah, we can do that. And, like, that could be us one day. And it it definitely just sparks hope in us. And, um, yeah, definitely really proud of what coach and Nebraska volleyball has built. Yeah, I think it goes back to our theme this year is our roots run deep. And it just shows that – the legacy that Nebraska volleyball has and the history that's behind our program is really awesome. And um, we hope to keep contributing to the success in the program. And it's really cool to represent and like stand with people that are Olympians. How do you guys come up with your themes every year? Um, Honestly, we just bounce ideas off of each other. (laughs) It's kind of one of those things where coaches like, I have some ideas unless you guys have something and we're like, oh gosh, we have a couple hours because we don't want coaches <laughs> ideas. So it's kind of one of those things. Um, yeah, honestly, and we kind of just bounce ideas off of each other. I'm pretty sure you came up with this one, the Roots Run Deep for this year, right? Yeah, we just talked about, um, well, it's kind of funny because we were talking about going to Stanford and how they have the humongous trees. And then we we're talking about how all there are some trees, I don't know what specific forest it is, but where like an entire forest starts from one root and it spreads to create a whole forest so it's like they keep like fertilizing and like growing this humongous forest so we're just trying to apply that to our group and thinking about how it just starts with one person and it can just grow and create like this beautiful creation which I think is kind of like what Nebraska volleyball is is it kind of this like humongous forest at this point does anyone ever approach like really bad ideas like for the theme (laughs) oh yeah for sure we definitely have some people and I I think it's kind of funny too because it's like you have people that give you bad ideas and you're like oh yeah that's a good idea we'll consider this yeah like we'll we'll write it down and then there's some people that give bad ideas and we're like no that's just terrible like Like, stop yeah like mm, i can't even write his ideas we're like no yeah as soon as he says i have some ideas we're like okay we got to hurry up and find our own before he approaches us yeah what is one of your favorite john cook memories that you guys have oh gosh there's too many There is a lot. He's just a funny character. I think it's just, honestly, I think it's just really funny because when you think of John Cook, you think like 
oh, Nebraska volleyball coach, he's probably like straight faced and I don't know, doesn't really joke around and like that's literally the opposite of him. So I don't know. I think that's just he's funny like in our itself. grandpa. Yes. Like, like <laughs> he's very so funny. Yeah, like very um old school, like tucked in shirts, everyone looks the same, like that on the volleyball court and he kind of flips a switch and he goes into a different zone. But off the court it's like dad jokes, grandpa jokes, and he mm-hmm. just thinks he's the most funny person in a room and we're yeah. like, geez, this guy, like <laughs> Like he'll crack, he'll crack a joke to himself and everyone like kinda like turns and looks at him and he's like, ah, oh. Like dying, <laughs> dying, laughing at himself. Old he guy funny is a different kind of funny. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and uh, then like we'll start laughing. He's like, "Oh, that was funny, wasn't it?" And we're like, "Oh, we're laughing at you, coach." But whatever, it's still so funny. Like he, he's <laughs> yeah. a character. He, that's what he tells us. He's like, every morning I wake up and I say, "Did you get better looking today?" He tells yes. himself that. Yes. So that in the mirror every morning, we're like, "Wow, I strive for your confidence." Does he have like a go-to dad joke? One that he makes all the time. Oh, are you sponsored by Suntan City? He goes to that one a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. Or you haven't laid out recently. Does he still play basketball at the rec? So when I was in school 15, 20 years ago, and he would play lunchtime pickup basketball at the rec with a shirt off with like college kids every day. Oh, my God. And, 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 And he would compete. I mean, he would get after it. He still does team yoga with us. That's So he's transitioned from... Pick up ball to probably more yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Ask him about that. Ask him, Coach, I heard you used to play some pick up ball at the rec. Oh, I mean, I'm, he was a regular. Yeah, I'm sure he has some stories. And he would he would grind. I mean, you, you don't think that he doesn't want to lose. Yeah. So he oh, was trying to win those games every week. I believe that. Yeah, me too. What are some of your guys' favorite moments as a Nebraska volleyball player? Maddie? Oh, geez, that's a hard question. Um, we bring it here on Up Close. I know, right? <laughs> geez. I don't know if I could pinpoint one specific moment. Um, it's just so fun. Like, I guess I my most recent memory is, like, when we played Penn State. And I think this group, like, specifically in that match, we got so much fire and, like, almost, like, pissed off. Like, not at anyone particular, but just, like, as a group. And, like, the dance party we had in the locker room afterwards. Just, like, the moments that it's, like, celebrating together, hanging out, like, just growing our relationships. Like, those would have to be my favorite moments. I'd have to agree with that. Mine kind of bounces off hers. I think, um, yeah, there's moments that we have in volleyball, and I think that they're very special, um, just different games in general. But I think, honestly, that stems from just the relationships that we have like we have on the team. I think that's honestly my favorite part is just seeing that transfer onto the court and seeing us have each other's back on the court. I think that's huge. I Like, we're so close. I can't even explain it. So, um, yeah, just, I guess, seeing those moments transfer onto the court and – um, yeah, I just think those are really special. Yeah, and I, even this year, I feel like I feel like at times there could be, there in past years there could be like smaller little friend circles, and I seriously think like we're all one big friend circle. Like there mm-hmm. aren't really like separate groups. We kind of like all intermingle all the time, which is like really cool to see. What is it like playing volleyball with your apparently your best friends? <laughs> it's really awesome, honestly, and I think. Um, it only makes us better. I think being able to, um, we've worked really hard this year on holding each other accountable. Um, that's been a really huge piece for us. Um, in the past, our teams have been really close, but um, it was honestly like we were close off of the court, but on the court, we were kind of just like, eh, she's my friend. I'm not really sure if I want to say anything, like that type of thing. And I honestly think because we are so much closer this year, it kind of allows us to be like, okay, come on now. Like, that's not okay. Like, figure it, figure it out. 
So I think, um, yeah, it, it's helped us on the court a lot, being able to play with people that we're really close to. Yeah, I think there's a – we did a ton of work in summer just to – deepen our relationships on a different level and the difference between like being kind and nice and being able to be truthful to your teammates and holding each other accountable to the level that we know we can play at and I think it has only strengthened our relationships by having the hard conversations that maybe you don't want to have or like aren't the most enjoyable but at the end of the day we're all better from them Um, and I think that has really made the difference for our group. How have you seen yourself grow through your time at Nebraska? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Maddie? We're bringing it. I know. It's just like every, everyone has like the freshman year when it's like you're keeping your head above water. You're trying to figure out where you fit in, what your role is. And I think we were talking about this the other day, like by three years later, here we are. And it's a whole different situation. And I think when your entire life is one sport, and I, I, we can say we've played the same sport since we're third graders. So it's we've put 14 years into this one hobby this one where you keep the ball off the ground um (laughs) so it's just like you uh, you start to define yourself on whether or not you're successful and I think such a dramatic shift has been putting value in things that are not volleyball and that has given us I don't know personally that's given me so much freedom to play better volleyball because it's like oh this doesn't define me as me as a human this is something that I do and something that I really enjoy um so that would just be like the biggest shift I think for me yeah, mine kind of goes off of hers a little bit too. I think um, just emotional awareness in general. I think we've learned a lot um, with our sports psych, Brett Haskell, just about who we are, what we're thinking, what what do these things mean, just a bunch of stuff like that. And I think that's honestly helped. I think coming in freshman year, I had all these feelings and emotions and whatever, like anyone does in athletics. And you know, you kind of don't know what they mean or what they do or why you're feeling those things. And I think that just being able to like understand yourself, like understand myself a little bit better has allowed me to understand my teammates. And I think that's a huge part. So going off what she was saying, like, yeah, just being able to put your values into something else besides volleyball and your self-worth, I think being able to do that has allowed me to help the freshmen, help the sophomores be able to see what they're going through just because we went through that. And I think, yeah, just being able to have that like emotional awareness, that self-awareness to be able to help others also. A little bit lighter question. So in volleyball, you guys stand, the bench stands like really close to the fans. Sometimes the student section, like what is the craziest thing people have, you know, yelled at you during a game? Um, honestly, not really crazy because I, Mm -hmm. people say all the time, but my favorite is when people are like, Lexi, son, Lexi, Lexi. And I'm like, Lexi's on the court. What are they talking about? And I'll like turn around and they're like, they're like, Lexi, Lexi. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm literally like five, seven. Like, I don't, I really don't get it. And Lexi's literally on the court right now. Like, how are you still confused? No, but people, people do that literally all the time. And I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Who's got the, when you're on the road, who's got like the, most intimidating fans like when you're on I mean playing here is one thing for mm. you guys for other teams but when you go on the road whose fans are like the hardest on you oh Penn State for sure I would say oh yeah their men's volleyball team I don't know if you saw on video they were all like dressed up in like Halloween costumes but they're like a lot of us serve like literally like they're like 
in your ear. Like their head is right. The here. men's players were the men's volleyball yeah. team. They're like talking, and they know volleyball too. So it's like they're like, "Wow, you didn't get that, huh?" Like they're like saying specific things that we're like, "Geez, they're right, dang!" Like, yeah. <laughs> and do you turn around and look, or do you just like no. you, you can't? No. Right? <laughs> no, I think coach would probably get on us if we were giving them any attention. You can't be like, I got that one though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but they were just like in our ear the whole game. They're pretty hard on us. Russ Rhodes, he, I mean, he kind of brings it out in Nebraska. I mean, he, that guy's been—he coached at Nebraska at one time mm-hmm. as an assistant coach. But it's something about him and that program. It just feels like there's a good rivalry there with John Cook and Russ Rhodes. Can you guys speak on that? For sure. I think honestly, they're pretty close. I think they're still friends. So it's honestly like that type of competition. I think Coach kind of thinks it's funny, and he, yeah, he kind of eggs it on a little bit. But <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I think coach gets most excited to play them. He's like, we got to beat them. Like, we got to beat my friend of me, like that whole situation. So, yeah, I think regardless of how we are or how Penn State is on a given year, it's always going to be a big match. Oh, yeah. I thought it was hilarious that um, Lauren Cook, she got a, a Penn State thing sent to her baby from, like, Russ Rhodes. He, like, sent her, like, a little onesie that had a Penn State stuff on it. I didn't see that. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't either. That's so funny. I'm not surprised that Yeah, did during that. the game, like, the Big Ten broadcast, they, like, brought up that picture. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Wait, um, Baby Madden in the onesie? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Lauren put funny. her in it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Um, so, Kenzie, you brought up uh, Megan Miller earlier. Mm-hmm. You guys had a really special moment with her at the after the Northwestern game. Talk a little bit about like that, and also like what did that what did that mean to you guys? Yeah, it meant a lot. I think um, Megan was a huge part of our team, and she did a really good job of keeping our team close. Um, I grew up playing with her and just being friends with her in general. So um, yeah, it was definitely a tough moment um, not being able to be there with her when she was going through that. Um, we got to go back to Indiana and um, go to Deanna's funeral. But we, after that, I kind of just, I don't know, it was really hard for us because we, we wanted to be there for her and like kind of text her every day and be like, how are you? Like that type of thing. And I know that we couldn't do that. So being able to see her and like just show her that like how much we were thinking of her and like care about her. I think that was huge for us. It was kind of just like a relief that we finally get to see her and hug her and stuff. Yeah, she's mentioning the text messages. I felt like I was messaging her like, you don't have to respond. Just know I love you. Like literally every yeah. day, everyone's just like sending her stuff, trying to be really supportive of her, obviously in that really tough time. And it was so great to just be able to like hug her in person and just like love on her. And we'll always feel so close to her. And um, regardless of teammates, not teammates, whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. We appreciate you coming up and, uh, kind of breaking the ice here as the first volleyball players on Up Close. I think you uh, set the standard pretty high for whoever we have on next. Beautiful. Yeah, great. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Well, that wraps it up here for this week's edition of Up Close.